Alright, here we go, we made it uh, to episode 5 of the podcast and I was actually meant to record this one way earlier because I actually had something I wanted to talk about, I wanted to talk about before I forget it, but I never forgot it, therefore gave me an excuse to be lazy and not record this next episode. So what it is I wanted to talk about was a conversation I had with my friend on, that was a weird voice break, <coughs> with my friend on Monday when I was coming back from another friend's from having a drink. And it was from my beloved topic I often bring up, the education system. Um, and this is specifically going to be about the Scottish education system, so sorry if I mention anything that you don't know what it is and I don't explain what it is. It probably won't be anything too harsh, so if you don't know what it is, you might have to look it up. But it sh- should be self-explanatory, and I'll try and explain as much of the weird lingo as I can, but as I said, there should be much of it. Pretty straightforward the way it is. So, it's basically when it comes to the examinations, which I have probably talked about since we've done five whole episodes of this. I've probably mentioned at least a couple of times how it was because of one qualification I didn't manage to receive. It then prevented me from doing my dream job that I had been working towards since I was about 12 years old. So, what it was was my final exam. I was sitting my maths exam, and uh, I, well, obviously, I failed. I, uh, well, I never really failed, it wasn't a complete F, it was a D. So basically, I failed, but it wasn't a horrible fail. I still, according to the exam, it showed I knew what I was doing, just not enough to gain the qualification. That's how I like to view a D. I hate when people view Ds as a fail. Ds aren't a fail. It just shows you understand it, but you weren't as close to fully understanding it that would give you a qualification in it. That's what it was. But I thought that was complete bullshit, because even right now, after, well, that was 2019, this is, so technically I sat the exam in 2020, didn't I know? Yeah. I'm trying to remember now. No, no, it was 2019 I sat the exam. So yeah, it's, uh, t- it was 2019, it was two years ago, and I can still do all those mathematical stuff I can do then. Throughout the year, I got full marks in all the miniature tests on my prelim, I got an A, which, uh, prelim, that's something that we call, is kind of like a mock exam, I know that's what they call them in England, they call them mock exams. Uh, I don't know if other countries do anything like that, but it's sort of like an exam that sort of prepares you by it, but it's not the uh, education board, I guess it's the best thing you can call it, that um, mark your work. When it comes to the prelims, it's actually your own teacher to do, because it just kind of, it's just showing that you, the previous things you've done throughout the year that you do understand what it is and so that means they can basically if there was anything you showed that you don't understand from previously they can work on it as you get close to the exam but once you get to the exam that's basically like, make sure you know everything that's it but we will go on about how exams are just memory tests and how they shouldn't be like that because I think that topic's overdone but yeah, the thing I wanted to talk about, the Scottish system, was basically I found out I failed. But I really needed that qualification, it was the one thing I needed, I had everything else I needed, engineering, science, math, uh, English, sorry, I didn't have my maths, or that's what subject one. I had my English, I had uh, the three other sciences I needed, because that's what I needed. I needed English and maths, and three other subjects above a certain level and they basically preferred if they're all to do with science and that's what I had. I had physics, computing science, engineering science and English. I just needed to get my maths. That was the one thing I needed to get. And yeah, it also turned out I failed. Uh, we have these things called appeals. 
so you can well i say you can contact the sqa which that's the basically education board that deals with our exams it stands for like the scottish qualif scottish qualification association i think it's something along those lines uh, that would make more sense if that's what it is because it is it's a scottish association that deals with your exam results and your qualifications uh, you can't yourself contact them and make an appeal you have to go to your school and make the appeal so meaning I had to go back to the school I had graduated from basically saying hey I wasted the past year here because I failed can you please ask them to boost up my exam so in doing so they obviously looked into my exam and I found out that I was three marks off of passing literally three singular marks in passing, so it wouldn't change the entire universe just to move that up a little. Hey, you could even look at my past, which I believe they should have done, look to my past results and all the other unit tests I sat or prelims, where I got A's on all of them. They should have just looked at that, but they didn't. Uh, apparently they just took a look at it and said, nah, we're not doing that, apparently they can boost me up by three marks, meaning I had to have a horrible phone call basically saying, Hey, did you get that qualification? I have to say no, and then, because that, that's my point, I went through from my medical exam, fitness exam, I went through all that stuff for the Air Force, uh, but then they told me right before I could go anywhere, they wanted to accept me, but before I could go anywhere, I had to find out if I passed that maths or not, it's just that as soon as I got that one qualification, I was to contact them and tell them I got them. But I was too scared to contact them and tell them I didn't get it. Uh, so I just left off until they called me and asked, hey, did you get it? We'd really like you to come on board. You've shown some really good talents, because even in the, when I'd done the airman's test, I got amazing marks. I was basically allowed to do any job I wanted to choose from. I know that sounds bad, because, yeah, if I really would have been there for so I could have just went to another one that just didn't require much qualifications, but I really wanted that job. <laughs> Put it that way, that's how much I wanted it. I was like, ah, yeah, I'll take this job or nothing. Even I feel bad because I did tell the uh, examiner that I just really would be in Air Force. If I didn't get this, I'd probably come back, but I didn't. Sorry in advance if you listen to this one. I'm not going to say your name, but you know who you are. But, uh, yeah, I... When I got told it was three marks off from passing, that's probably the most I ever heard about it. The next I heard was about three weeks later, they told me, no, we're not putting up your um, score. We're not, we're not giving you the C or the pass, but they just said no. They just, that's all I got, <laughs> was no, we're not uh, pushing your grade up. And that's it. And that's the problem that we were talking about, uh, me and my friend. Because, yeah, I, I'm not complaining about the fact that, well, I'm kind of complaining about the fact they didn't push up my grade. But the most important thing that they should have told us was why. Like, what did I? Even they don't tell me the specific question I failed on, or exactly what, at least give me the topic I failed on. Because that would mean, like, now, I'm now studying maths at a university, uh, I would work like hell on that. Because right now I'm doing my work through the university for the year, and I'm not struggling at all, I'm able to do everything I'm learning. So I still haven't come across that one thing I apparently wasn't good enough on, they got me say, well, I, I, God knows how I got a C, I ended up getting a D. Because still, even today, I still know everything I'm doing, so I wonder what it is. And it's the fact that they didn't tell us what we'd done wrong. We don't know what we're meant to be working on. 
Because I'm just sitting there like, what, did I just highlight, well, like, my parents get shit I say, I know we're trying to make me feel better, but they're just saying, oh, maybe you just had a bad day. And I'm like, yeah, but doesn't that mean that one bad day has literally turned my entire life on its head? <laughs> it doesn't feel right to just blame on one bad day. But, yeah, that was the point that I was discussing with him. They should have told you what you failed on, like, because the same thing happened to him. He created appeal, they said no. Because even the school themselves, with me and both my friends, both of our uh, scores, they're really surprised in how we got it that, that low. And, uh, <laughs> you know, that that's... They didn't even tell the school, they told no one. They just said no, that's all they said. They gave their answer and not why. Which is really annoying, because then you think to yourself, what did I do? And I like what he's done there, understandably, rightfully. Since ASQ is so secret, about everything they do. Like, I'm probably getting attacked just for mentioning the ASQ and how bad they are, but hey, everyone talks about it. Like, um... The SQA... I forgot where I was going with this, though. Yeah. The SQA fails to tell people so many things, it then causes people to do, like, what he done, start con creating conspiracies of what it is. Like, what he now believes, because of the lack of information they're telling, he feels like the Scottish... Uh, qualification, look at the qualification bill, yeah, too many people are passing that subject we're going to deliberately fail a couple of people so that, you know, not too many people are getting that qualification at once don't know what they earn from that, but that's the sort of thing he's starting to think, he's starting to think like people are like, oh, there's too many people becoming like doctors or surgeons, let's lower the amount we've got in that, so then that, that understandably right some conspiracies may be insane, but if you choose to be a company that fails to tell anyone anything, people will start making conspiracies in replacement of answers that they're not receiving. So, yeah, <laughs> hope you enjoyed that 10 minute rant, because I just, it was a great conversation, I felt like, wow, this is something I need to put in, although I keep mentioning the education system, but I think by this point, if you've made it all the way to the fifth episode, you've realised, I like talking about education. I will happily keep talking about education. Maybe I'll talk about education so much in this, I'll stop annoying other people with education. So, maybe this works in some sort of therapy. So let's get on to the regular episodes and answer some questions. Alright, so yeah, I know I ended the previous topic I was talking about, but once again, more on the conspiracies, like from my side. Uh, it then got my mother sort of conspiracy of it was a sort of a... They deliberately didn't give it to me because I wanted to go into the military, which... I often disagree about because, yeah, I went to a Catholic school, sometimes they disagree with that sort of stuff, but it was out of the school's hand. But I knew when I was in high school, it was around about the time where people were very, like, they were kind of frowning, I don't know if it was happened to everyone, but I know in my area, people were frowning upon the military quite a lot. So whenever I said I wanted to go into that, people would hate me just for that. So it could be believable that that's what was going on, but I still kind of doubt it. But it's like I was saying, it causes people to conspiracize when, you know, the lack of information is actually given to them. But as I was saying, back into the actual episode. So, for a start, as a writer, how do I avoid cryptomnesia? Cryptomnesia? Like, I don't know if I'm saying that right, but... I got the definition up because I answered it, but I feel like I actually just googled it, <laughs> and then that's where I got things. I can't, I can't remember. It was a long time ago. I answered that question. It was the eighth of January. Is when I answered that. So, a uh, cryptonesia 
occurs when a forgotten memory returns without it being recognised as such by the subject, who believes it is something new and original. It is a memory bias whereby a person may falsely recall generating a thought, an idea, a tune, a name or a joke, not deliberately engaging in plagiarism, but rather... It says read more. <laughs> I forgot where I was now. You believe something new in original memory bars. Blah, 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 blah. Right, it's not plagiarism, but rather experience a memory as if it were a new inspiration. Right, I understand why that could be a problem for a writer now. So, my answer was no, it's possible. Know the form is likely to take. No, no, know the form it is likely to take. Yep. Seek outside opinions, except in that minor uh, cryptonesia will happen. And something you encountered recently or is it something that influenced you as a child which yes it's not exactly on the writer behalf of it but it's sort of the thing that happens it's kind of like i'd say this kind of also works like this sort of mandela effect as the only other real life world example i could think of uh, it's like there's this movie and my fiance always speaks about and she swears it was completely different but i keep trying to tell her that it's not that it's the original movie you're watching you just remember it differently as a kid. And I think it sort of still works the same like this. It's sort of like a false memory that makes you think that you came up with the idea, but then you may have actually just saw it somewhere else. But I guess it can still work both ways. It can sort of be like you believe you saw it somewhere else, but it's actually never been done. Like, I've seen that in quite a few movies I've watched. I remember as I swear I had a dream about that. Did I watch that movie? I didn't think so, but maybe I heard it. It's it's a confusing way the brain works, basically. But yeah, I think that is it's kind of annoying as well. The thing I said about seeking outside opinions, because it's like sometimes you have ideas so good you don't want to tell anyone. You want to make a thing about it. It's like I'm not going to say it out because I don't want to, but I came up with a title for a, a crime podcast, and I looked it up, and no one's actually used that title yet. And that got me excited. I just started writing an actual episode, and I know I haven't wrote the episode of the Demon Stories, sorry about that. I've actually wrote an episode and a half, but I wanted to edit episode one real badly because I don't like how it's written, and I can't seem to get myself to agree upon it, but... Yeah, I, I actually, I've uh, started writing an episode on it, literally because I like the title, and no one else has done it, and I wanted to claim the title, and I think that sounds really pathetic when I say it out loud, but... Oh well, I've actually half wrote an episode just because I've realised no one else made the title. But probably by the time I actually finished writing an episode, someone probably took the title. Uh, <laughs> so, but yeah, that's the whole thing about seeing outside opinion might not be uh, so tangible. But, that's Cryptomanesia, which I'm still probably saying wrong. Next one. Ooh, it's another writing one. Sorry, I need to yawn. I've been drinking coffee uh, from McDonald's. Coffee makes me tired. Don't know why that is. I think it's like some sort of like negative counter. That's what I always said. I don't know if this is actually scientifically true. I always said it's because I have so much energy most of the time. When I drink coffee, it like counteracts it, or it's like what I used to say. There's like an energy threshold. Once it gets, once you've got like beyond the energy, it just loops back to being tired. That's how it feels. It's like I'm usually energetic, but see if I drink an energy drink or coffee or anything, I suddenly get really tired and I feel like another yawn's coming on, but it's like stuck in my throat. So anyway, next question. How long have you been writing books and novels? I said I don't anymore, 
but when I did, <laughs> it's like that interesting guy. Me, I don't always read books, but when I do, right? I don't anymore. But when I did, I done it for about three years. But I thought about taking it up again. I said that on the eighth of January. I have never taken it back up again. Uh, I I've started trying to write episodes for podcasts. I never record or finish writing the episodes for. I had the same thing with my novels. That's why I liked uploading my novels online because you could upload them a chapter at a time. So I'd often never finish my books. But there's a couple of chapters still floating around of them. Uh, but I wrote them all a time ago, so the punctuation and grammar is so bad. I think the storytelling's quite boring as well. <laughs> but oh well. Yeah, I did do it for about three years, and I think, judging by now, it was probably a good three years ago since. I actually wrote anything else in there. Like I used to write poems. I, I was more proud of my poems than I was my uh, novels. And it's, it's not. I don't know. I don't know. I was quite proud of both of them. But yeah, I'd say my novels were. Wait, my, I'd say my poems were a lot better than my novels, though. I didn't, it wouldn't hurt to get back into it. I'm just really lazy. It took me God knows how long to finish writing a book, if I ever did. I hate writing endings. Hate them so much. How can you? How can we learn to live in in ambiguity? I hope I said that right as well. My answer: I don't think it's completely possible, because everything has its own different possibilities. Uncertain, uncertainty is a very human trait, and I, it will always be around the corner. It's better to embrace it, because that's how we learn and grow as people. Wow, that was pretty inspirational, Lee. I'm actually going to see something. Yeah, so it's literally just... There's not a way I can really expand on that, actually. I think what I said was actually right. So you always have uncertainty in life, but... It's weirder for me to say embracing certainty, but no, I, get, I get what I was trying to explain beginning of the year Lee. Um, yeah. It is always around the corner. You will always doubt yourself, I guess. But there's never anything wrong with that. Because... Sometimes when you doubt yourself, that's just your brain trying to stop you from a good idea sometimes. It depends. If you think about murdering someone and you have doubt in your head, yeah, listen to that doubt. Do not murder that person. So, I actually think we can end that here. Yeah, I think I've actually answered. I didn't even realise, usually I actually cut my recordings into segments. I just so it's easier to edit, but I think I just answered three questions with uh, holy shit, yeah I did, I actually just answered three questions without actually cutting the recording the only point where I actually cutted cutted, that's not a word, the only part where I actually cut was when I finished recording the intro when I ranted about the education system so I've just done this in two cuts that's actually pretty cool uh, yeah, that was episode 5 everyone, and it wasn't too far apart from the last one, it was just about just a week over, maybe over a week because I think it was Wednesday 26 I published the last one so yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode, I'll see you in the next one